Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, May the 31st, 2022. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, enroad, which means a raid, advance, or penetration. Enroad. Well, I hope everyone is enjoying their Tuesday. I hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. Uh, certainly was a time of reflection for those that sacrificed so much for us to be able to be here amongst the living, free to roam around and about. So I hope everyone enjoyed themselves. Uh, certainly, I, I hope everyone took time to reflect on what I just said about remembering those who sacrificed their lives for us to be here and be free. Ultimately, no matter how bad you think this country is, we are free. We are free to do whatever we want, when we want, where we want, how we want, ultimately. But, you know, hey, there's always going to be some consequences for our actions. But for the most part, in comparison to most places on this earth, we are free to do what we want to do. So I hope everyone took time to uh, not just enjoy those cookouts and pool parties or trips to the beach, but to reflect on that. I I know I did, but uh, I wasn't off. I I was working, (laughs) but uh, I still did. I I, I took some time and and just thought about how blessed I am and and the countless sacrifice of others for me to be this blessed. So, hey. That's all. That's my spill on Memorial Day. Uh, Weather, the heat, the heat, the heat. Here comes the summer. Temperatures are in the 90s. Uh, Might get some rain later on this week. And also with this heat and and the warm weather, you know what comes? Hurricanes or tropical depressions. There's one brewing down in the Gulf of Mexico. Hasn't been named, hasn't been formed too much. But they're saying quite possibly by the end of the week, going into the weekend, it could be fully developed. Gotta love the summer. Yeah, here comes those hurricanes. Here comes those hurricanes. Like I said, temperatures are in the 90s. Uh, Whew, that heat. (laughs) Oh, man, that heat. Wow, it is here. It is here. And I feel it. Feel it, feel it, feel it. Well, looks like uh, the NBA playoffs are all set. The last game in the Eastern Conference Finals was uh, it went to the Boston Celtics. The Heat couldn't pull it out. Uh, Jimmy Butler threw up a last hope three, didn't go. Uh, I I was kind of expecting the Heat to uh, put up a little fight. That last game, they struggled. Well, they fought from behind the most of the game or the majority of the game, and it showed. It just showed in the end they couldn't pull it off. So it looks like it's going to be the Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors kicking off in San Fran Thursday. Man. Well, I hope hope this is a good series. I hope Boston can put up a little more fight better than uh, the Dallas Mavericks did. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm anticipating it. Hey, I love a good matchup. On paper, it appears to be a good matchup, but we'll see. Like I said, I hope Boston doesn't flop like um, the Mavericks did. Uh, They just, the Mavericks just flopped. They choked. Just did. Just did. 
And also in the NHL, looks like uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are out. They lost to the New York Rangers at home uh, after having that that stellar uh, playoff run where they, they would win at home. But they hadn't won on the road, and they came back home Saturday and lost to the Rangers. So they are out in the Rangers' advance. Man, uh, still was a good season. Still was a good year for the Hurricanes. They, they had a... a Record-setting season, like I said earlier, their playoff run—they uh, didn't lose any home games, and and didn't lose too many home games during the regular season. That's why they had that home home uh, rank advantage. So we'll see. Uh, better luck next year. <laughs> better luck next year. And of course, uh, there's some new and more scrutiny. Of the police after that massacre at that school in Texas uh, a week or so ago. Uh, now, newly released information is saying the shooter was inside the classroom for 77 minutes before the police went in. Wow. That long. So why the delay? Well, as just like I said before, they were waiting on that, tactical, that special tactical unit to arrive to... Uh, Combat this guy because hey, he had on that Kevlar, that that armor, body armor on from head to toe, and I guess they didn't have the right uh, weaponry to take him down, man. And also that what has been released is uh, apparently the kids were inside the classroom calling nine one one, pleading for help, as the gunman was in there with them also. Wow. Uh, I've listened to a few seconds of those uh, 911 calls. For, for me, I, I just I just assume not to really listen to it. But I have listened to it, and you can hear the anguish in these kids' voices. In those final moments of, of that nonsense. Man. And like I said, the police are facing some scrutiny because people are saying, hey, why did it take you guys so long to go in? Still no clear response. Uh, there's a lot of dancing around that question. Only speculation, only thing I could come up with, but like I said, that guy had on that Kevlar outfit and they didn't have the weaponry or the bullets to uh, penetrate. So I, I guess they felt safe to uh, lay back, lay low. With parents outside screaming and yelling for them to go in. Some parents were even trying to push past and go in themselves. Man. That was just that. That was a massacre. That really was that. That uh, that 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 was ridiculous. That was just the whole thing was ridiculous. And you know, of course, now you have those uh, those gun rights advocates and uh, opponents are, are coming forth and saying, "Hey, we need to do something about these these guns. These the easy accessibility to these weapons by young people." Yeah, I, I gotta agree. Eighteen years old is too young to have that type of firepower. And uh, one question for me is, um, he had, they're saying he had two assault rifles, however many hundreds of rounds of ammunition, had bought the uh, the Kevlar outfit, that body armor outfit, and the grandparents and parents didn't know what was going on. Uh, that goes back to parental involvement for me. How in the world do you have someone in your home, an 18-year-old, a child in your home, and you don't know that... Uh, th those those assault rifles, they aren't cheap. So how did he get the money to buy this? Are, are, are parents now just giving these kids all these thousands and thousands of dollars and not 
tracking what they do with it? Yeah, they said he had two assault rifles, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, along with that, that Kevlar outfit. Those things aren't cheap. So how is it that the grandparents and the parents didn't know what this kid was doing? So much so to the fact that he had, hell, he had him a small arsenal. He could have, I mean, certainly he could have took more uh, more people out than he did. I'm just saying. So, I, I, I mean, I just have to ask, where were the parents? It's, it's, it's beyond comprehension to me that you can have someone in your home, like I said, a child that you're supposed to be responsible for, and you don't know what the hell they are doing or what they have. Where did he get the money to get this mess? Those things, that, that those uh, assault rifles aren't cheap. They just aren't. It's not a few hundred dollars. Things cost some money. Uh, or if he had the good ones, I would think. Maybe there are some cheap ones out there. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just just um, mind-boggling. Uh, Monday morning quarterbacking or however you want to word it, it's just mind-boggling. And also what's come out, came up once again, is uh, arming the teachers and uh, school administrators. I'm on the fence with that because uh, Lord knows what could happen with these teachers being armed. But, you know, then I'm, I'm, I'm swaying towards, yeah, arm them because, hey, I got to be honest with you. If, if, if the police can't get there in time or the police can't do what they're supposed to do, perhaps some of these teachers and these uh, school administrators should open up on them as soon as you see them coming in the door. Now, uh, another thing that came out is, is they're saying, well, how did he get in the school? The doors were supposed to be locked. Apparently there was a door that was propped open. Uh, hey, we've all been to school and we know sometimes uh, for whatever reason, there's always a door propped open. You know, in my day, the door was propped open for those teachers that wanted to go out and grab them a smoke. <laughs> Just was. And uh, they're saying the door was propped open and you can see them on crap camera going right through that propped open door. Uh, there's a lot that's coming out about this. A lot of questions are being asked. And, and the debate rages on. Um, like I said, as far as arming those teachers, I can see it. And I'm leaning towards it. But then there's a side of me that's saying, hold up, wait a minute. No, don't do that. But yeah, like I said, I'm leaning towards that. Arm these teachers. Uh, like I said, if the police can't get there or the police can't do what they have to do or need to do or, or su supposed to do, let the teachers handle it. As soon as they come through the door, pop them. <laughs> I, I, I know that sounds unconscionable, but we're living in different times now from my day or your day. Uh, to think that we would have to quite possibly either, either fathom the idea of arming teachers Coupled with everything else they have going on with just educating our kids, it says a lot about our society now. Just does. To think you have an arm, a teacher, or armed teachers and, and principals and uh, school staff as a whole. Because everyone's going to have to be trained if they do decide to arm these teachers. Some people don't like guns. 
I mean, at one point in time, I got to say, being a teacher was probably one of the most safest professions you could ever uh, fathom the notion of, of, of pursuing. But now it looks like it's, it's increasingly dangerous, becoming more and more increasingly dangerous. Just is. So, hey, if we have to arm these teachers, then, hey, maybe so be it. Just a thought. I know there's a lot of people that are going to say, oh, that's crazy, that's lunacy. And maybe it is. But we are living in different times from when I came along. Never even heard of the idea of arming teachers. I, I just didn't. Uh, if anything, the only thing a teacher had when I was coming along, uh, and then that was quickly cut out, was a paddle for unruly students. Now you're quite possibly going to put a gun in their hand. Hmm. That's, um, it's unconscionable, but hey, that may have to be a course that we're going to have to take. And that may be an issue that we may have to debate. You know, a lot of people don't like that idea. Maybe even some that are, are, are teachers or administrators themselves don't like that idea. Who would ever think we would come to a point in time in our lives that we would have to have guns in the school for protection against outsiders. Sounds absurd, but it, it may very well soon in the near future become a reality. And maybe we do need it. 19 kids and two teachers killed by this sicko. Let's call him what he was. He was sick. I don't care. I don't, I don't care how young he was. I don't care about the bullying because they said he had been bullied for how he looked, how he talked. He talked with a lisp, how he dressed, how he acted or interacted with people. They always thought he was weird or whatever. And, and he was bullied. Uh, hey, uh, welcome to the club. We've all been bullied in school, but we didn't we didn't take this course of action as a retaliation for that. Uh, either you, you sat there and took it or you stood up for yourself. It's, it's just certainly a different time or times we are living in to think that one, uh, an 18 year old kid could acquire two assault rifles and multiple rounds, hundreds of hundreds of rounds of ammunition and a Kevlar outfit and then go into a school and start shooting. Two, that we quite possibly would, might have to arm teachers and administrators. Sweet Jesus. What kind of a society are we turning into or have we become? I don't think we're turning into, we, we become that society. Is this the new norm? Arming teachers. Arming teachers with assault rifles also. Because if that food, if, if these foods come in there, they're not coming in there with handguns. They're coming in with assault rifles. So you don't want your teachers with uh, little 45s. You need something uh, uh, to match what they have. You need a rifle to knock knock them on the you know what. So let's start arming, arming and training these teachers with assault rifles. And then another thing that came out was uh, changing that age that you can obtain uh, a weapon like this. Yeah, that needs to change. <laughs> yeah. 18 years old, you do not need an assault rifle for any reason. Now, I know many are going to say, well, they do it in the military, but that's the military. That's not, you're not walking out and about and around 
in regular society. You're in the military. You have a purpose to have that assault rifle. And that's to fight and defend. But apparently these fools are just getting assault rifles going on these little shooting rampages like Call of Duty. Playing, and, and, you know, like I said last week, there was one lawmaker that came out and said he blames rap music and the video games. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no much, no matter how many, how much it looks like they're imitating or, or whatever, what have, in, have you, these video games or these, this, these, these rap songs. It's not that. It's lack of parental involvement. Bottom line. Hell, I grew up on rap music. I grew up on video games. Hell, I was a kid when all of this came about. I can remember when it first started. I can remember when rap first started. I can remember when video games first started. The uh, Atari 2600 and, and whatever that, that Coleco, whatever that other one was. I remember all of that. And I always viewed it because I was taught it is a form of entertainment. That's all it is. It's not your life. No parental involvement. There's no way, like I've said, uh, I said, I said before, there's no way uh, a child in your home, I don't care how old they are, that they should have two assault rifles, multiple rounds of ammunition, uh, go and get a Kevlar outfit, not a vest, but a whole outfit from head to toe. And you don't know. Uh, was he working somewhere? He had to pay for this. Where were the parents? Where were the grandparents? Because he was staying with his grandparents. Parents had said they couldn't control him anymore, so they shipped him off with his to his grandparents. So what were they just giving this kid money and letting him do whatever he wanted, wanted to? <laughs> like I said, this is this screams a lot about our society that we really and truly need to take a close look at and be honest with ourselves when we're doing it. These kids have free reign. Uh, parents aren't raising them anymore. It's the internet. The internet's raising them giving these kids phones at, at such an early age and they're exposed to any and everything on that phone, that mini computer. Internet is an open season for them. Just is, just is. Uh, praying for those because they've started to uh, lay these victims to rest. I believe they're going to have the first two or three today. And they are saying that it could take up to three weeks to uh, lay everybody to rest. That was in this massacre. Man. Uh, just wow, just wow. Praying for everyone. Prayer, prayer, prayer. All right, let's go get it. All right, um, looks like, looks like the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches finds itself in the hot seat. Wow, what in the world is going on here? Now, there was a report that was released last week that detailed the sexual misconduct within the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches. And I hope I'm saying that name right. Now, the report detailed alleged cover-ups of national, national leaders within the convention. Now, the survivors, they're saying, the survivors of this sexual misconduct or, or sexual immorality were um, ignored minimized, and even vilified by top clergy within this organization, within the organization. Now, this almost 300-page report, conducted by a reputable third party, by the way, details specific abuse cases 
and shine light on how many leaders for decades purposely resisted calls for abuse prevention and reform. So on last Tuesday, also that came out were the names of these top clergy within the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches. Now the Southern Baptist uh, Convention leaders have came out and they have apologized and promised for uh, wide sweeping changes. Hmm. Wow. This is uh, very reminiscent of the Catholic Church. You know, the Catholic Church has been going through this for decades now. And it looks like the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches is right on their heels also. Wow. Uh, I saw that report. I read through it. And uh, of course, like I said, the names of the survivors were, uh, you know, they were left off the report. But the, the perpetrators, they weren't. They were, if you're thinking it's from a certain uh, place or whatever, they were from all over. All over. There wasn't one specific hodgepodge of, of, of a town or city or state. They were from everywhere, all over, any and everybody. There were even some local ones here. Man, <laughs> what gives those in, in, in religion or religious organizations the mindset that they can touch children? I'm sure I'll, I'll never know and I don't want to know, but you guys are sick. You're perverts, pervos, perverts, pervos, however you want to say it, you're sick. Sick, twisted, and demented. Here you are, you're supposed to be rearing these children and you're taking complete and utter advantage of them. Uh, what was it, your, your own little sexual playground? The church? Wow. Uh, I'm Baptist. <laughs> I am. I, I, I may not be a, a, a every, Sunday, every Sunday Baptist, but I am. Uh, I personally have never had any experience like this. And I can't imagine what these kids went through because they were girls and boys of all ages. And, and some of them, when they spoke out, um, of course, they were ostracized and told to be quiet. Very reminiscent of the Catholic Church also. So for all, all you Bible thumpers out there, can't talk trash about the Catholic Church now, can you? <laughs> like you, all you guys are in the same boat and need to be pushed out to sea. Man, to think that someone that's in a position like this would, would, would take advantage of these kids like this and then tell them to shut up, push them aside. Now, also in that report, that the one thing that has came out is, uh, you know, hey, it's not, it's a given that uh, all of these victims are going to need help, Me uh, mental help. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to, to, to sound cliche is here, but you're a kid and you're looking up to what is supposed to be a pastor or whatever, or what have you, as someone to lead you, not just spiritually, but help you with your growth as a person. And then food tries to take, the food doesn't try, but the food takes advantage of you. And it's not just the men, it was some women, some women, pastors also. So 
both male and female perverts. <laughs> it just is. A bunch of sick pervs, man. Just a bunch of sick pervs. How and why would you do that? Now, like I said, the uh, of course, the top officials in the Southern Baptist uh, Convention of Churches, they've come out and they denounced it. And they said, they, of course, they apologize and they've uh, promised to uh, work to clean things up and get those victims also the help they need. Yada, 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 yada. You guys just didn't find out about this. You knew this was going on for years, decades, centuries. You knew this was going on. And now all of a sudden that it's came to the light. Now that is out in the media, out in the open. Now you're outraged and disgusted and you're going to make a change. Well, la-ti-da. Thank you. Finally. Perhaps this should have been done years ago, decades ago. You guys knew about it. Because another thing in that report was that it was well-wide, well-known what was going on. And still, no one did nothing. They continued to hush it up, sweep it up under the rug. Very reminiscent of the Catholic Church also. Once again, I say you Bible thumpers, and pervos, you can't look at the Catholic Church with your nose turned up in the air now. You're all in the same boat. Just all. Yeah. Top officials within this organization, the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches, they knew what was going on for a while and did absolutely positively nothing. They allowed it to continue and grow and produce more and more victims. Wow. Um, I have no words. I have no words for this. Uh, it, it seems like, uh, once again, what in the world kind of society are we living in? Who, who, what, what in the world kind of society are we living in where this is going on and instead of taking control and handling it and punishing those that are committing these heinous, sickening acts, you continue to allow it to go on so much to the point that it has to be investigated because people were coming out of the woodwork screaming and hollering for years, has to be investigated, and they have to release a 300-page report before you guys acknowledge it, before you guys stand up and say enough is enough. You're not saying enough is enough because it's immoral. You're saying enough is enough because you have gotten caught. You knew this was going on. This isn't the first time we've heard of this. I can remember a local pastor here uh, sometime uh, three or four years ago that it was bought out what was going on, and that was swept under the rug also. Yeah, he receives, he or she received some time, but it, it was just like it was an isolated incident. Now we know different. Now we know that you guys knew this was going on for years, and you did absolutely nothing. You allowed it to fester. You allowed it to continue. And now you want to stand on your little soapbox and denounce it. Purvos, all of you. If you facilitate it, you're a purvo also, because you knew. Aiding and abetting, you guys need to face some charges also. Perhaps those top clergy within this organization need to be booted out. Hold them accountable. 
this just didn't happen. These, these victims just didn't appear within the last two or three years. This has been going on for a while. And you guys allowed it to happen. It wasn't just the pastors. It was some deacons, I believe, also. You know, there's a standing, <laughs> there's a standing joke about deacons, uh, Baptist deacons anyway. And, and of course, you know, the Baptist preachers, the laying on of hands. <laughs> but that's usually reserved for the old, for the women and, and the adults. But uh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Yeah, that's what's going on within the Southern Baptist Convention of Churches. Man. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Well, I'm going to get on out of here. Got to go to work a little later on. So I'm going to skedaddle. Hope everyone enjoys their day. Uh, stay hydrated. The heat is here. It is here. It is here. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, hit that like and subscribe button wherever you are streaming and listening so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. <laughs> and as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.